What's up? It's Friday. That's that's not how I want to do that. Too late. I don't want to. Nope. Want that. Nope. You're committed. Hegelow. <laughs> committed. We get do-overs in life. Not in the round three life. That's why there's, you can declare bankruptcy. This is round three life. I declare bankruptcy. There's no bankruptcy in round three. Do I have to go to jail? Nope. You just can press. I, you make your choice and you keep moving forward. Can I collect $200? Sure, I'll give you 200 bucks. Can I get Park Place? Mm, you're going to have to fight Sheena. I have that? Well, that and that. All she that, bought was the DM. Yeah, the DM. I always buy the DM. We always. Know. We know. I'm predictable like that. I'm sorry. Welcome to round three, the home of the awkward pause. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Not the awkward placed pause. <laughs> oh. Not the awkwardly placed pause, <laughs> but you know the uh, the, the pause, pregnant pause, the pregnant. Okay, it's it. Well, well, what does a when, pregnant pause give birth to? When in Rome, go on. That's when she's trying to um, say something, but has a contraction halfway through. Oh, okay. I didn't I, know. I, I was just asking what the pregnant pause gives birth to. What's it pregnant with? Boy, girl. Turn a phrase six one way, half a dozen another. See, halfway through that, she was like, Which, I know, no. <laughs> I was so bored. She was I like, got so bored. I said it, and I said it so fast. Like, you didn't even see it coming. Yeah, it is. As soon as she said six, I was like, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> and 30 minutes later, the show's over. <laughs> Why are you taking up all of our time with this long-ass turn of phrase? <laughs> six and one have to... <laughs> Four score and seven years ago. That's shorter than the six one way half a dozen another phrase. It is. No, I'm talking about the whole Gettysburg Address. Yeah, I'd rather well, listen to that. Lincoln was shot during the t- duration of somebody saying six and one. <laughs> <laughs> six Semper Tyrannis. We will not. And the other. And the other. often wonder what went through Abraham Lincoln's head while he was watching that show. Derek Russell. Um, you know, but besides that, how was the play, Mrs. Lincoln? Derek Russell. I tell you what, it was that turn of phrase that killed our president, William Henry Harrison, in 1841. <laughs> <laughs> For he gave the longest inauguration speech on record. He got out in the snow with a cold day, and he was like, Look, guys, there's a lot of problems out here, but when it really comes down to it, it's no big deal. It's six one way, half a dozen another. <laughs> he was out in the snow so long, he caught the pneumonia and he Thawed. died. Yeah. Who wants to tell Helen Keller jokes? Anybody? 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 Mm, where's that wheel? Where's that wheel? Where's that wheel? By the way, that's a Gulliver's quote. Who wants to tell anybody? Did y'all ever have to watch that that black and white movie, The Miracle Worker, in school? 
That was my first DVD I ever bought. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing. It has a name. W-A-T-E-R. You know her dog ran away? No. Why? What happened? <laughs> go go on. You would too if your name was Ryan. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh, man. Mm. You've seen her dog, haven't you? No. Neither Neither is she. (laughs) Okay. Lucifer has your soul now, Derek, and uh, he will take it straight to hell. These are the sacrifices he asked for. Hey, it is a standoff Friday, by the way. Derek, Smackdown, standoff, split decision Friday. Uh, and our first topic is number three, Derek. Oh, I was kind of hoping that wouldn't be the first one. Our first, oh well, our first topic, Derek, is number two. Oh, it's fine. It's <laughs> fine. It can it can be three. No, I picked another number. There you go. <laughs> I cheated the audience. Hey, this is a versus, 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 versus. Oh lord, Ver- versus. I gotta, let me get a pen. Yes. In the battle of the Batman, who's the best Batman? What are our choices? Adam West, mm-hmm. Michael Keaton, yes, Val Kilmer, Adam West, Keaton, that's, Kilmer. A, that's some slow spelling. Mm-hmm. Let's use some abbreviations, <laughs> initials am, only. I've gone, Why is abbreviation such a long word? No, mm. mm-hmm. Sheena, you're the expert on long things. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, that did not. There's a quote that didn't sound. <laughs> Guys, that didn't sound right at all, and I apologize for that. I'll break it up with a Helen Keller joke. So, Wes, Keaton, Kilmer, Clooney? Mm-hmm. And, um, Bale? Bale. Okay. Are we going to put Conroy in there? Sure, we'll put Conroy. That's Let's my, leave out Ben Affleck. That's my favorite. Huh. We haven't seen him. Oh, come on. Not as Batman? I'm not really looking forward to that casting, so I really don't think he's going to bring anything to the table. Some sort of like, uh, throw him in there anyway. I think he's going to blow your mind. Did you hear the Good. one about Helen Keller? <sighs> did she? What? She, Neither did she. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Derek Russell. You're so mean. I didn't write them. She wrote them all. It's in her autobiography. But she wrote that. That's that's Anne Frank. Wow. Okay, Kevin Conroy is probably my favorite Batman. <laughs> wow. I can't go down that road with you, Derek. You've you've just you've you've chosen a path that I cannot choose and go with you on that she one. She had the diary. Yeah, but Helen Keller wrote her autobiography. How? Pen and paper. Good for her. She learned to communicate and speak. I know. I've, I've told, it was my first DVD, Steve. <laughs> yeah, but that ended with her just going, wah, wah, like that. That's how that... It is a thing. It has a name. W-A-T-E-R. That was, that was the dog's name. <laughs> That's why it ran away. That's what her autobiography's titled. Wah, wah. Jeez, y'all. Sorry. If you're a member of the Helen Keller family, um, we apologize. <laughs> You're a descendant. Please yeah, let it be we, known that it's Derek and Steve doing all this, not me. We didn't. We didn't write these. She did. 
Well, you don't have to share them. But you don't have to take my word for it. But I bump. I can be anything. Anyhow, mm. I'm going. I am going. Kevin Conroy, man, favorite Batman, Batman the animated series, Batman. Gina, I'm going with Michael Keaton. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to go Michael Keaton because here's the thing, and we might we might should say who had the who was the best Batman and who was the best Bruce Wayne. Oh okay, that's a good yeah because that's a little different. Because here's one thing about Keaton. Keaton's Wayne is amazing because mm-hmm. he brought pain to it, and everybody else, mostly Bell, brought anger to Bruce, and and Keaton used pain, which which most of the actors did not do. Yeah, but you know what? I, His parents died. I don't know if you know that or not. Yes. Yeah. Familiar with the Dark Knight. Yeah, and he never really got over it. Um. The the thing about Bale's Bruce is how much of a mask it is, though. Mm-hmm, when, mm-hmm. you know, like, I love the scenes where he's out in public being billionaire billionaire playboy, playboy Bruce Wayne. You know, and Keaton gets the one scene with Vicky Vale and uh, Vic, Vic, Knox. Vic, Vicky Vale. Gets the scene with Vicky and Knox where he's just kind of riffing there and the thing's like, oh yeah, I know, I bought it. It kind of, And it, that's a funny moment between those two, or between those three. And that's really the only time you get to see him be billionaire playboy. Because even in Batman Returns, when he's at the dance thing, the mask, the fancy party, the fancy dress party, as the British call it, the masquerade ball, mm-hmm. um, it's this weird you know, very stylized kind of dance where the, where he and Selena's eyes meet across the room. And they dance together and have the little dance. No, they don't bat dance. In I know, that I know. <laughs> but they have that moment of you know, mistletoe can be deadly if you eat it. A kiss can be even deadlier if you mean it. And then they realize, oh my God, we're you're her, you're Catwoman, <gasps> yeah, you're Batman. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, what a weird movie. Yeah, I did not like the characterization of the penguin. I, I would have rather seen Danny DeVito sans makeup pull off that role, you know, with just a, you know, not not make him such a weird looking creature thing. Um, you know, maybe you know, stick a little longer nose on him, that kind of stuff. But I always thought it was he was a little. I mean, I didn't feel like you had to put him in a fat suit. He was Danny DeVito for crying out loud, with the hands and all. Yeah. Um. What about you, Shane? She said Keaton. She yeah. said Keaton, but are we are we doing the Bruce Wayne thing? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but I still keep him as that. I just, I don't know. I mean, that was the first Batman I ever saw. And I don't know. It just, it always felt, I don't know, just right. Whereas everyone else was okay or, oh God, please stop what you're doing. I like Christian Bale's Bruce Wayne over... Batman, but I don't like him as much as I like Michael Keaton. Kevin Conroy. Derek Russell, what's your answer? I like... I like Keaton. I'm going to say Keaton. I, I will say, just for the sake of argument, though, Val Kilmer had a really good Bruce Wayne. Yeah, he did. And honestly... 
I didn't think Val Kilmer was a bad Batman. To be he honest, he wasn't a bad Batman. But no. I'm, just, I'm speaking of the merits of Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Val Kilmer was an excellent Bruce Wayne. Honestly, Clooney wasn't that bad. Hey, I love that movie. It's god awful, but I love it for that. And I love, I, I like George Clooney as Batman. I was cool with it. I had no problem with Clooney. As I like. No, I, I never did either. I like. Clooney. I, I have more of a problem with Christian Bale being Batman than I do George Clooney. I was okay. Clooney, I thought was a good Bruce. I didn't yeah. think he was a bad Batman. I didn't think like, he, was a, he was the perfect Bruce because that I mean that's George Clooney. Right. That's George Clooney. The, yeah. The script was horrible. I would have well, liked. Yeah. I would have liked to seen that era George Clooney get to do something closer to Tim Burton's first Batman. You know that that took it. Not that you know. Not that when you watch it now after you've seen Batman Begins that you know you're like oh well this isn't as earnest as I thought it was but you know it was a little more earnest. I didn't know Ernest was in that movie. Mm-mm. That's a word I'm using, Derek. I'm oh, not. is it the importance of being? Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean it's it's that same usage, but oh, not the. I was thinking Ernest P. World, world, and I got excited there. Not the play. Um, I hear. But I still go Kevin Conroy. That 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 whole animated series was so good. It was good. It's a good damn show. So. Glad we all got along. There was no strife. No, not at all. It's Friday, man. We're all excited. We're I don't even think we laughed during that. Everybody's one. working for the weekend. We're probably going to get a lot of email, though, about how could you say anything good about George Clooney? Clooney! Clooney ruined superhero movies because there wasn't another one made until the next year. Bad nipples. Oh, uh, number one, Derek. Along the same lines, pick your Superman. Good lord. <laughs> uh, that one's more difficult. Oh, man. I mean, you... The, <sighs> George Reeves. Yeah, George. Christopher Reeves. St. Christopher. Brandon Ralph. The lovely Brandon Ralph. I'm not, I'm not going to put Tom Welling in here. Why not? I'm just not. Why not? Because you asked. What if he's my answer? Too bad. I hate you. <gasps> he's not my answer, but I just wanted to. <laughs> and Mr. Cavill. Okay, okay, okay. Ready for my close up, Mr. Cavill. Oh, wait. Wait. And we'll do the same thing Clark Kent versus Superman. Oh, wow. Yes. Jeez. Animosity. Clark Kent, I'm going with George Reeves. Defend. Because mild manner. I like that show. I did like that show. I like harken back to earlier in the when week I was, where you didn't when watch I was Black a, and White. Well, but they also had the color ones. Um, and now I've seen every single episode. I like his Clark Kent because he was mild mannered, not bumbling. And. That's true. And, and and he still carried himself. Like, you believe this guy was making it as a reporter. And he did reporter work. You know, he had uh, he had Henderson, the you know, as a source on the police force and everything. So he wasn't, you know, he was able to say, well, you know, I'm not a Superman. But he was still, a you know, a good dude with competency. As much as I like Christopher Reeves, Clark Kent, you know, he... 
he put out that movie, what Donner and company did with that film was they put out the idea that, you know, to be believable as not Superman, that he's got to be a total moron. And it's hard to believe that Clark Kent got a job working at, you know, a great metropolitan newspaper based on just his typing skills. That's a good defense. Thank you. But now in my heart of hearts, I just want to say Christopher Reeve, period, for everything because, you know, he's St. Christopher. Yeah, I mean, he is, I mean, oh, it's so hard to not, for me anyway, think of Superman and not think of Christopher Reeve. I mean, that goes hand in hand. He does, he did so well with that. But I will say this, I mean, I do agree with you on the Clark Clinton thing. It, it does bother me to some degree, like he is a little too bumbly with it. Um but yeah, Christopher Reeves is pretty much perfect. What do you say on the Clark Kent issue, Derek? I like George Reeves because he that was one where it's not just straight up noticeably that that's Clark Kent and that's Superman. Like there's a good differential between the two. Mm-hmm just between demeanor and stance and everything. Like there's a good separation between the two identities and the same goes for Chris, but we didn't, get, we didn't get to see enough of Brandon Routh as Clark Kent. Well, he was just acting like Christopher Reed. Right. I mean, so, um, but you know, there's that, and it's really good in the, um, is it the Donner cut? We've talked about this before, Steve. When he takes the glasses off, and oh. there's that scene. It was a deleted scene, or it was a no. It's it's right in the Dern. Uh, it's in the it's in the original Superman the movie. It's when it's after he and Lois have flown around, and it's it's an amazing shot because she's standing on the balcony. She watches him fly away, and it's all done in one take. She watches him fly away, and the camera follows her all the way to the door where Clark is knocking on it. Right, and he comes in, and she goes to get her coat, and he takes off the glasses, and he straightens up. Well, that's a good one. But there's a scene in at at Niagara Falls that was kind of the same thing. Mm -hmm. But she watches him take the glasses off, right, and do the same thing, and the the vocal change and everything. Mm -hmm. Like she, she's already figured it out. It's the one where it's the scene where she tries to shoot him. Yeah, that's in the Donner cut. Yeah. And he does the whole thing, takes the glasses mm-hmm. off and straightens up. And I guess we should talk, you know, that whole thing. Yeah. And that footage in the Donner cut is just from a screen test. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and that, and that aspect of it with Christopher Reeve, he really did like do a good job of, you know, you mentioned George Reeves differentiating the two, but Christopher Reeve also did a great job of making them so different to the point that he would slouch a little mm-hmm. bit as Clark Kent and he did do the he did the more high pitched voice which was something that was set way back from the radio dramas with Bud Collier doing it. Um, I'm interested to see what Cavill does because we only got to see one scene of him being Clark right. proper. Uh Well, I argue with it on that though. I really I feel like there's so many scenes actually in that where he He's not the reporter Clark Kent. He's just regular Clark Kent. 
um, I see shades of Superman of him in that, like, I mean, that bar scene, you know, where he fights the guys in the bar. Like, that, to me, is, you can argue that Superman, but I think a lot of that is Clark. I mean, it it is, but that, I, I guess I mean that, that persona of, well, not so much the reporter, but still, he was just trying to blend in and hide and I mean he didn't even speak in that he didn't even speak in that scene like when the guy shoved him and throw throw the beer can throw the beer can I know I know I I still think I still like him very very much for a uh, Superman and for Clark Kent and that's not just because I think he is a pretty much a perfect specimen of a man but um (laughs) anyway um but I do enjoy him (laughs) I don't care about the flaws in that movie. She's giggling, him. Steve. I she am giggling. These are the words that the network will not allow. Twiddle. <laughs> gesticulate. Gesticulate. That just means to move your arms. Can't say hell. Can't say hell. Yeah, I look. Now, are we going to go to Superman now? We've talked sure. Clark Kent. Are we going to go to Superman? Sure. Whew. I got to go Christopher Reeve on this one. I got to go Christopher Reeve on this one. Yeah. When he says, hello, Miss Lane. Oh, I like pink very much. General, would you care to step outside? Mm. (laughs) Chills. When the people of this world want peace bad enough, they'll raise up and tell their governments they must give it. Wait, no, that's not as quite as... You know what I would do? I'd call Superman. (laughs) (laughs) Why is your voice so deep? You know what I would do? I just wish Superman would have said yes. What was that? Speak up. Speak up. I said, I I just wish Superman would have said no. Superman Superman tells kid drop dead. (laughs) Please, Mr. General, please put my daddy down. That's from two. (laughs) He can hear me, Mom. He had super hearing. Come back, Superman. I still believe in you, Superman. General, would you care to step outside? That is... That is like, I almost wish they had somehow worked that into Man of Steel. Oh, was that is such a great line. Fan freaking. That whole look. I, people, ever since the whole Donner cut thing came out, people have crapped all over the Richard Lester cut. And it's that whole thing of forgetfulness, of forgetting just how good something was and how much you love. I That's the one I grew up with, and that's the one I love. And you know, well, I'm he, all about some cellophane ass. When he walks up, to the fortress and it cuts away with him from him finding the green crystal and you're like well what happens what happens we get that cool you know you don't get the cool scene that you get in the in the richard donner cut of him talking oh, but to then to see him in the suit again but and yeah just the, the oh that's what i'm saying is just the wind starts blowing and you know they're all like what's going to happen and he lands and he lands on that flagpole or he's hovering or whatever he's doing he's like general would you care to step outside oh and even Luther's excited. Yes. Of course, because he's not going to die. Hey, get him. You know? Get him. <laughs> it's just so good it, in that line. I mean, because look, I'm sorry. In the Donner Cut General, hadn't you ever heard of Freedom of the Press? I'm sorry. Lame. Lame. Would you care to step outside? Mm. And it's a throwback to the whole bar scene and everything. Love mm. it. All Love right. It. Number three. Number three. Here we go. Are we ready? Should I spin the wheel? No. Okay. Because there's only one left. Gotcha. So we've, we've been talking about Rocky a lot. Mm. Oh, are you going to do this? I'm going to do this. Mm. You don't know what I'm going to do. Mm-mm, but I have a feeling. I've, and, and I watched one through three yesterday. 
getting ready for Creed. Beautiful. I know Sheena watched several yesterday. I don't know Mm. in what order. Sheena? Not in the correct order. Okay, what order did you watch them in? Um, It was just like, because I had had a performance that morning, so it was hard to get back to start the Rocky Marathon at a proper time. Mm -hmm. So I came in at the end of five, right? No, you came in at the end of four. Oh, that's right. Came in at the end of four, so I watched. Apollo had just died. Yeah. Five. If you're just joining us. Mm. Apollo yeah, Creed. and then um, we made it all the way through a little bit of three and then I fell asleep. So So five she went five, one, five, two, three. Five, one, two, three, yeah. Um and I did one, two, three. Mm-hmm. Um then I have several questions, but this is this is one that I want to. I'm, so, I wanna I'm know. so excited right now. This has been one of my favorite episodes of round three ever. <laughs> Clubber Lang, okay, versus Apollo Creed. Mm. I don't care about no Apollo. He's a has been. Apollo. That's that what fool. That old fool. I mean, you could say who's going to win in a fight mm-hmm. if it's between the two of them, but I just want to know who's got the better name. Apollo. Apollo Creed is the better name, yeah. Yeah. Clubber Lang's a pretty cool name. It's okay. Like, if I was in an episode of Supernatural, that would have that would be my, yeah. my agent <laughs> name. Be, I'm Agent Lang. This is Agent Creed. Agent Clubber. Oh, man. Agent Clubber Lang. Um, how would that fight go though? Apollo's speed versus the strength of Clubber Lang? They'd be dancing around each other. I feel like Apollo would win that fight though, if he really yeah. wanted to. Well, I mean, if, I if, think if, so too. after he trained Rocky, you would think, I mean, yeah. But there's the argument that Rocky won on the merits of Apollo style combating with his own this this is oh that's true he combined forces he, he was combined, like he yeah, was like a boxing he was like a boxing voltron in the ring yeah why you call it voltron because it's super badass yeah that's right um yeah because he used his strength his punching power and and the quickness and stuff that he learned from oh my gosh and his heart Whew. When oh my god, it's one of the worst trash talking lines of all time. But it just it's so great when he's like, "At least I ain't breathing heavy," because <laughs> the whole idea is he's not wearing out. He's not. Mm-hmm. He's his stamina's there, and Clubber Lang's getting tired. And then when Rocky comes back on him, it's like oh, and Adrian stands up and starts chanting oh. Okay, so you can pick from Steve. I guess you can pick from six movies. Sheena will have to pick from five. Because she's not seen Balboa. Mm-hmm. What moment more than any other, and we'll, we can accept two, mm-hmm. gives you the most chills? Oh, gee, I know mine. Like, like, in, like, if you'd asked me this a year ago, I'd give you the same answer. Okay, but it happened last night, and I, I can go first if you want please me to. Do. But, please yep. do, please yep. do, please do. It's not my favorite one. Mm-hmm. Not my favorite movie. But in two, yes, Adrian wakes up from the coma. Oh my, That's Atlanta! Mine. You're yes. stealing mine. When? When? You were stealing mine. And that first bell rings. Yes, I know. It. Oh, and I <sighs> want to stand up and throw my chair across. And Mickey's like, "What are we waiting for?" 
Take I this. I love that. And then oh. that second bell rings, and it's go time. Yes. But I, and then yes. I love it then too, where at the end of the movie he's like, you know, yo Adrian, I did this for you, you know, whatever. I did. Or he it. didn't say that, but you know what I mean. Yeah, he says, "I did it. I did it." Yeah. And that's exactly what he's saying because she told him to win and he mm-hmm. did it. Because mm-hmm. I really love those two, man. I ship those two so hard. That's mine. Let me, is this the, let me see if this is the right one here. Yes. Oh, gosh, that's so great. Um, all right. That is a good one. That's a good one. That's mine always. I mean, she just looks at him and says, "Win!" and that first bell rings. And and then I guess I'd give two. My Mm -hmm. other one, I guess, is also from two. Mm -hmm. When he's running up, when he's training, and he's running up the steps again, but he's got four hundred people following him this time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and that one guy on a bicycle. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um. All right. Gotta fly now. It's not the it's not the awesome moment of Adrian saying when, but it to me it me it meant something to me at the time and, and it's and so it still resonates with me. In Balboa when he's standing on the street talking to his kid mm-hmm. and he's just like, you know, and his kid's like, I have some kind of shadow because in that moment I was thinking, okay, well, this is the moment in the movie where we're going to go through 15 minutes of Rocky not wanting to train, not because his kid's not behind him. Right. And he just stops, and he looks at him, he's like, you know, when you were born, I could hold you in my hand just like this. And he starts to give him this, you've grown up, to, you know, you've grown in this man, and he's like, and people, you're blaming stuff like a big shadow. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, Rocky's taking this kid to school. <laughs> and that whole speech where he's like, life is not how hard about how hard you can hit it's about how hard you can get, get, hit, get hit and keep moving forward. That's yes, how winning is done. You know, that's how that's how winning is done. And I mean, I'm getting chills just thinking about it right now because to me, in that like I say, it was the time in my life. It was just, and I just it it mattered to me, and it still does. Um, <clears throat> so that is one. And then when the Russians cut in Rocky Four. When he hits him and he cuts him and like it's like everything stops and it's just like he cut him, you know, and you're just like, Oh my, it is on now, you know, because this has been a big indestructible Ivan Drago until this point. And even he's shocked by it, you know. Mm-hmm. And Rocky Rocky just showed him he's a man. He's not a you know, he's not a tank. He's and the Russian goes and sits down, he's like and the Russian's now saying he's not a man, he's a tank, and it's like, oh, yeah, those two moments among many, many others. <laughs> <laughs> I love those movies so much. Gina's turn. I have to. Uh, you, you stole mine. I'm sorry. You have you to come up with another one. Uh, I do. Uh, one thing I really enjoyed last night, because again, I've I've seen them so out of order and so. I still have it on DVD, so I'm just seeing them on DVD, so it's all very cut up and everything. Um, I, st- I still do love the fight with Apollo where, man, he keeps getting knocked down, knocked down. Finally, he's like, I'm not getting knocked down anymore. I'm like, yes. 
like preach dude and then they both but when they go down at the end and then you're waiting on both of them to get back up who's gonna get uh and it's all freaking slow motion yes it just kills me every and time Apollo I see just sits down yeah it just kills me which i mean i hate that to some degree because my god apollo is a beautiful creature but and he'll mm. tell you he's a beautiful creature he is he is beautiful it's carl weathers you got a stew going baby I love how the Rocky movies all play one into the next with the, you know, the opening montage. They, and they use the, in the last movie is the beginning of the next. Mm-hmm. Well, they all pretty much, except for three with the long montage of over the years, because it was a mm-hmm. long time. They all pretty much pick up right where, right where the last one left. The off. last one Except in that for three in Balboa. So the multiples of three movies. Yeah. Yeah. Because five even starts with the Drago fight. Yeah. Right at yeah. the end of four. Yeah. And he's like, yo, yo. Yo, Duke, get Adrian. I can't stop shaking. Mm. Yo, do I look like Rocky Raccoon? That's what he says. Wait, that gummit. No, that's fine. That's a beautiful music. <laughs> you piece. can use that. I love that piece of music. Just use it. And now I'm not going to be able to go to bed because now I've got to stay up and watch Rocky. That's my life. And you're welcome. And you're welcome. That's my life for the next 12 hours. (laughs) So, what do you think, guys? Let us know. Shoot us an email. We appreciate all the emails we've gotten this week, and we want even more. Round3show at gmail.com. You can also tweet us if you don't want to email us. At Round3show on the Twitter. And leave us a review on iTunes. All your positive reviews really help people get to know the show, and it, it gives us a little more uh, views. It helps people see Je us. Quoi. Yes, thank you. Je ne sais And if you want to leave a review and you don't know what to say, just say this. This podcast knocks me out like a punch from Rocky. It truly has the eye of the tiger. Round three is the Rocky Two of podcast. Gonna fly now. Five stars. Yo, Steve, we did it. Yo, Sheena. <laughs> I I want to say one thing to Sheena, who should be in bed right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you next week with even more topics, even more arguments, even less Lucifer, hopefully. More Rocky, less Lucifer. Bye, everybody. Yeah, until then, did we say our names? No, I'm Steve. I'm Derek. I'm Sheena. That's right. I think we got that right. Wait, I'm Sheena. It's got to be your bull. Let's try that one more time. Until next time, I'm Sheena. I'm Sheena. And I'm Lucifer. That's. I think we nailed it, guys. Nailed it. You're scared. You know, I heard one time that if uh, th- there was like a jungle tour and a guy, not not a Disney jungle tour, but someone was going to actually see a tiger in the wild and his guide told him, he's like, it's not uncommon when people see tigers that they just uncontrollably crap themselves.
<laughs> that's, I mean, that's, it was told as a true story. 